welcome to the Creative Chica Podcast. My name is Corlina Hernandez and I'll be your host. Join me as we talk about creativity, tips and tricks, and hear stories from our various creatives. I hope this helps you on your creative journey. Tara, chikan tayo. Enjoy! In partnership with Skillivate, learn more about building a business, investing on stock market, and more. 10% discount when you use the promo code CREATIVECHICA10. Details and other ways to support us on the show notes or description. So now, on to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Creative Chica podcast. Today's 32nd episode will be a casual talk on some of the happenings on the creative space here in the Philippines. But first, kumusta naman kayo? Okay ba ba tayo? I mean... ECQ, na-extend na naman siya. I hope you guys are okay. Pero ayun, mamaya, magkamustahan tayo. I just want to address these topics and share my insights, my research about the things that are happening, or the things that I noticed that are happening here in our country in terms of design. Design and creativity and the design creative space. So, one of the topics that I am going to be sharing with you guys is something that might affect the graphics industry here in our country because it's kind of like impacting a lot of digital artists around the world. I'm talking about the NFTs and more on that later because I want to share my insight and research on the following topics as well. First is I'm going to try and share with you guys some tips when you want to become a graphic designer professionally. Um, I noticed that some of my friends, um, people I know online, are shifting to graphic design. Um, yung mga professions nila before, mga IT professionals nila, mga HRM, and even admin personnel, they are trying to shift to graphic design professionally. So, I am going to try to give you some tips or kind of like a heads up on what you might experience if you become a professional graphic designer. Another thing that I am going to be sharing with you guys is the Freelance Protection Act. I am going to be reading to you guys some of the contents that are included on that bill so we are informed. Hopefully, it gets to become an official law. And lastly is the NFTs or the crypto art. I made a timestamp for your easy reference in case you just want to hear about being a graphic designer, the freelance bill, or the NFTs. Though I would appreciate if you guys could listen to this whole episode and share your insights over at our Facebook group, which is the Creative Learning and Discussion Philippines. I will leave a link on the description, on the show notes, for you guys to be guided. So let us start. Okay, I just want to give some context that I have been a graphic designer for more than seven years now and I have a bachelor's degree in advertising fine arts. And so, um, as I said, I noticed that a lot of people are shifting to graphic design and I feel like a lot of us are thinking during this pandemic on what we actually want to pursue, what we actually want to focus on in our lives. So I just want to share some tips or kind of like a heads up if you want to dive into graphic design and pursue it as your profession. So first off is assess yourself if you really want to pursue graphic design because it's not an easy route. I mean, every profession is not easy. There are 
certain challenges here and there. So make sure that this is the route that you really want to take. I mean, you can actually try to um, dive into graphic design. Pero siguro wag mo na lang ibibigay lahat. <laughs> so you can try to watch videos, read books about graphic design, and practice designing on the design tools that you currently have. So, I am going to be referring to some of the things that I have researched, I have seen online, I have researched online, and I found this TikTok video by Swoop Nebula where he shared some tips that every graphic designer should know. So, I am going to be referring to Swoop Nebula's video and also some of my knowledge, my experience about being a graphic designer. And with that, I want to also encourage you guys to check out Swoop Nebula's um, content on TikTok. He has so much content about design on his TikTok videos. It's so informative. You guys go check that out if you have time. And let's start with the things that every graphic designer should know. So the first is the Gestalt Principles. What is the Gestalt Principles? Well, actually, this is a new term for me. I, I wasn't aware about this term, but I think I practiced this. I mean, a lot of us designers practice this. I was just not aware of this term that this Gestalt term exists. But according to interaction-design.org, Gestalt principles are principles or laws of human perception that describes how human groups similar elements recognize patterns, and simplify complex images when we perceive objects. So, it's kind of like you're looking at a layout and you are grouping some things together, some elements together. An example that I can give is the menu that you see on restaurants. Like, you see them grouped together, the appetizers, the um, desserts, the beverages. When you look at the uh, menu, you can see them all grouped together. The elements, these elements are grouped based on what category they are included in. It's similar to the Gestalt principles. I mean, that's how I see it. Ito mga elements na to, ginagroup, nakagroup na siya dun sa mata mo. Parang, ah, di, nandito yung ano, nandito yung mga desserts. Andito yung mga beverages. Oh, ito nandito sa isang side na to yung yung mga appetizers. Something like that. Another principles that you should be aware of is the principles of design. So under the principles of design, you have pattern, contrast, emphasis, balance, proportion or scale, harmony, rhythm, or movement. Actually, if you try to Search this over at Google. Iba-iba yung dadabas sa kanya. Pero, um, under the principles of design, parang pare-pareho lang na parang meron kang pattern. The pattern is something na dapat yung elements is magkakapareho. Contrast is like, um, there are two elements and you are kind of like pointing out the differences of these two elements. And emphasis, for example, there are ten green there are 10 apples nine of these apples are colored green and then the one apple 
this color red. So you are giving emphasis to that red apple and the other things. Actually, I have a episode about this with Clarice Chua, episode 17, um, a discussion on the principles of design with Clarice Chua. You guys could go check that out. And then next is the color theory. You need to familiarize yourself with the color theory, the color wheel. So you know what colors complement each other, what colors are mga contrasting colors. And also, you have to familiarize yourself with the color emotions or color psychology. Like, for example, when you see the color red, ano yung parang na-feel mo doon? Um, na na iisip mo doon parang di ba napaka ano niya napaka bold napaka exciting na color na, ng color na ito na parang pag nakita mo siya oh it's so striking na parang alarming parang may ganong feels so i-incorporate mo yun sa yung design and also meron din mga logos I mean in terms of sa mga logos ganun sila mag gumamit din ng colors like let's say Coca-Cola it gives out an exciting feeling so yung color ng Coca-Cola is red pag sa mga ano sa mga hospitality management or parang healthcare usually yun naisip usually ang nakikita kong color for that is color blue because blue is kind of like um, ang calm ang trusting niya so, parang ganun, parang friendly yung approach ng color blue. So, siguro kung yung brand mo, yun yung focus ng brand mo, is being friendly and being trustworthy, parang ganun. Actually, si Facebook, color blue yung kanyang, ano, yung kanyang color because yun nga, parang interacting with friends, it's a friendly color. Um, what else? For example, then sa yellow, Yellow is kind of like a warm color. Um, parang optimistic yung color niya. Yun yung parang vibe ng color na yun. So parang every time na makikita mo yung logo ng McDonald's, parang, oh, ang saya. It's so happy. Like, it makes me feel happy being McDonald's. Ayaw, ganun. So, ayun, familiarize yourself with the color emotions, color psychology, so that you know what kind of colors you can um, apply to the layout that you are creating. But actually, if you are an in-house designer, mayroon set na brand guidelines for the colors, the font styles. So, susundan mo na lang siya. But it's good to familiarize yourself with the color theory, the color emotion. So, alam mo yung kung paano yung paggamit ng mga colors. Like, for example, um, if gagamitin mo yung red as a background, parang, ano nga siya, um, striking, so alarming. Eh, yung brand mo, parang hindi ganun yung personality niya. So, parang siguro itone down mo yung red. Gawin mo na lang na mas lighter color yung background. Let's say, uh, let's go for white. White na lang yung ano, yung color ng background mo. And then, gagamitin mo na lang yung red dun sa text. And not just any text. Dun sa, dun sa pinaka-important na text. For example, um, 10% discount when you avail 
this product, ganun. Pero yun doon sa text na yun, ang naka-color red lang is yung 10% discount. Because yun yung pinaka-important at pinaka-kailangan makita ng mga viewers. Tapos, color gray or color black na lang yung when you avail this product. Parang ganun. Parang ginagawa mo na lang siyang, um, parang ginagawa mo na lang siyang accent or you use that color to emphasize something. So, ayun, parang i-practice mo lang on how to use colors. Also, familiarize yourself with using fonts. Usually, pag mga ads, mas okay pag um, maximum of two or three font styles na yung gagamitin mo. Kasi pag sobrang daming font styles yung gagamitin mo, hindi ko medyo magulo na siya tingnan. So, usually, mga two to three font styles lang. Another thing that you should know is how to use white space. So, white space. How to use white space. So, I am going to be referring to a book that I got from my friend, Kyle C. Thank you so much. This book is called The Graphic Design Idea Book by Stephen Heller and Gail Anderson. I will leave a link on the description box in case you want to read this book. But he, they mentioned in this book, about white space and I quote it's not what you put in it's what you leave out actually during the 19th century magazines and newspaper compositors filled up every inch of available space in text and sometimes images because the concept of empty or negative space was kind of negative to publishers who refused to waste even an inch of editorial real estate on the nothingness. Yung parang magpiprint ka na nga, hindi mo pa lalagyan. Yung parang sayang yung ano eh, yung konting space na hindi mapiprintan. So, inaano nila yun. Um, tinetake. Yung parang lagyan na lang natin ng fill kasi sayang eh, ipiprint mo. Then, lalabas siya sa newspaper. At least, parang ganun yung mindset before. But, it was only when it became difficult to distinguish the advertisements from the editorial that the white space that the white space was added but as a frame and around the 1920s the floodgates opened when white space became a valuable asset so imagine looking at the classified ads diba ang dami niyang text na parang it's overwhelming and Ayun, medyo minsan, like what they mentioned on this book, mahirap na i-distinguish yung mga ads, yung mga ano, yung mga kailangan mong malaman. So, dito pumasok yung usage of white space. So, ayun, the usage of white space. And, yung parang, kasi pag nakikita mo yung mga ads na sobrang daming text heavy, yung ganun, hindi hindi siya maayos ma-layout. Kasi, merong mga ads, meron mga um, layouts na text-heavy siya, pero makakaya mong i-layout siya ng maayos na meron pa rin space, na parang siguro gagamitan mo ng hierarchy, yung mga ganun. Ayun, um, kasi parang pag nakakita ka kasi ng sobrang daming text, yung mga ganyan, or ang daming elements, ang daming nangyayari sa sa layout na yon sa ad na yon parang ano, 
ang hirap huminga. Parang ganun. Parang, bigyan mo ng, ano, konting, ano, para makahinga yung ad. Yes, makahinga yung ad. But, I mean, that's kind of like a term for us. Parang, give breathing space. For, breathing space. For your layouts. And, ayun. Because it helps your design. It creates harmony and balance and mas na-focus dun sa main message mo dun sa layout. So, yun. Mas okay kung ma-familiarize mo yung sarili mo on how to use white space para ano, para mas ma-absorb nung viewers mo, nung clients mo, yung kung ano yung design um, mo, kung ano yung layout mo, kung ano yung gusto mong message na ibigay sa mga viewers mo. So, ganun. Familiarize yourself with principles of design, the guest talk principles, and color theory, hierarchy, and all of these things that I've mentioned. But, a pinaka-effective pa rin, if you are determined to be a professional graphic designer, is to actually take up a course about graphic design. So, meron tayong mga short courses, yung ganyan, and ano, um, ayun, I encourage you guys, mas okay pa din yung may formal education kayo tungkol sa graphic design. Para ano, kasi if you are going to be trying to um, look at YouTube sa mga Google, iba-iba rin yan eh. Like, iba-ibang interpretation on these things that you need to know on how to be a graphic designer. Pero ayun. Um, ano, I encourage you guys na mas effective pa rin kung kukuha ka ng course, kung pag-aaralan mo talaga siya, study, study graphic design. Yan, meron naman mga short courses. Ito, share ko lang din, guys. Hindi ito sponsored. I just want to share with you guys itong nakita ng sister ko. Kasi, ano siya, free. Free siya. And, um, kung gusto niyo makakuha ng certificate from this course, kailangan mo mag-upgrade. Ayun, may bayad na yun. Pero, if you just in it, if you're just in it to learn, free naman siya. So, I'm talking about yung Chinerni Job Street dun sa Facebook page nila. Um, si Future Learn. All you need to do is sign up for courses at Future Learn and check your email for the code and then redeem your free course for Future Learn. So, I will actually leave this link, the link on the description box, on the show notes, if ever, na interested kayo, guys. Kasi ako, interested ako, like, I'm going to try to take up a course on future learning kasi free naman siya, eh. So, ano, itatry ko lang din naman. Kasi, nagahanap din talaga ako ng, ano, ng course. I mean, ng online course to learn about, siguro, digital marketing. Ganun. Pero ayun, again, this is not sponsored, pero Job Street, Future Learn, the Kahneman. <laughs> so that's that. Um, another, siguro magbibigay din ako ng heads up on ano yung parang may experience mo once you start becoming a professional graphic designer. So, once you start becoming a professional graphic designer, you will experience a lot of revisions, 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 revisions. Yan. 
ang daming revisions. But, ayun, parang hindi mo, hindi pa iiwasan yun eh, sa isang, ano, sa life of a graphic designer. Parang laging maraming revisions from your boss, from your clients, from supervisor. Um, kasi, wala namang, ano, wala namang perfect na layout. Parang, yung unang pass mo, unless, talaga, wow, hands down. Sobrang tagal mo na sa industry. Tapos, isang gawa mo na lang, and approve na agad, wow, yan yung master talaga. Pero, kung, if you're just starting out, syempre, ano yun, syempre, meron pang, may way pa, para ma-improve yung layout na na-produce mo. And, I guess, don't take it personally, don't get, um, discouraged, or huwag kang sasama ng loob, kasi parang andun lang naman kayo, kasi gusto niyong ma-improve yung mga gawa nyo. So, ano, um, tansyahin nyo na lang siguro din, if sobra na yung revisions na parang nafe-feel nyo na, teka, ano, medyo nabusado na ako dito, yung ganun, eh, try nyo na lang din, communicate with the people you are working with, and try to ask them, ano ba talaga, what do you want to see in this design, in this layout? So, hindi masyado marami yung revisions. But, yeah, hindi, hindi mawawala sa life of a graphic designer yung mga revisions, revisions, revisions na yan. Another thing is that, especially if you're an in-house designer and under the marketing department ka, may experience mo yung mga OTs, yung ano, pero I don't, really encourage um, rendering over time din kasi you need time for yourself and time to rest. Pero yun, may mga times na kailangan mo mag-OT because for example, guys, for example lang, for example, guys, yung sa ECQ, um, kunwari in-announce siya today and then yung ano, effectivity nung extended ECQ is tomorrow. So, yung business mo parang, ala, I am not we are not ready for this. Dapat mag-open na kami tomorrow. Pero, ayun, biglang extended yung ECQ. So, kailangan maglabas ulit ng social media graphic saying na, uh, guys, um, sarado pa pala kami tomorrow. So, yun, yung graphic designer for that, nagawa ulit siya ng layout yung mabilisan. Yung parang kailangan i-post na rin agad ngayon. So, may mga ganong times. Kasi nga, ano, as I mentioned, fast-paced din kasi yung ano eh yung marketing design, yung marketing department. So, I also have a episode about that, being a marketing designer. So, you guys could check that out, episode 11, on being a marketing designer. Ako yung nag-explain dun sa episode na yun. So, ayun. Actually, if you want to learn more about being a professional graphic designer, yun nga, um, you guys could check that out, episode 11, on being a marketing designer. Mas, mas na-explain ko siya doon ng maayos. Mas, mas marami ako na-share doon sa episode na yun. So, you guys go check that out. And, ayun, yung about sa graphic design. Now, let's move to the Freelance Protection Act. So, on the Freelance Protection Act, I am going to be referencing some of these infographics that I saw on Facebook posted by the Film Development Council of the Philippines and by Uno Grafico. 
actually guys, monographic ko, he will be here in Creative Cheetah soon. So, watch out for that. We are going to talk about his type as a creative. And, ayun. Abangan nyo guys. But for now, we are going to be talking about the Freelance Protection Act. First thing that you need is a detailed written contract between you and your client. So, it's not enough na nag-agree kayo via Zoom or kung nag-meeting kayo for coffee. So, yun, you need a written contract between you and your client and the rates should be included on that contract and one of the things that should be included on that contract as well is your BIR number. So, actually, I read about this on the actual Freelance Protection Act document. They said, and I quote, Furthermore, many freelancers are not registered with the Bureau of Internal Revenue. It is important to account for this income-generating sector so that they may contribute to the country's tax revenue. A tax incentive mechanism should be put in place to encourage freelancers to register with the BIR. So, I guess, pag, ano, you guys are going to work with a client, dapat meron din kayong, ano, BIR para kasama din kayo, effective din sa inyo to. Freelance Protection Act na bill. So, ayun. Pag wala pa BIR, register na kayo sa BIR. And, ayun, important na meron kayong detailed contract, detailed written contract para you guys have, ano, parang may accountability kayo and may obligations, both parties, and meron kayong strong evidence in case na magka-problem sa future in case, in, if ever problems occur in the future. So, have a detailed written contract. The second one is that you are entitled to a night differential. So, if you work on a field assignment or you are required to be at the workplace, you are entitled to have a night shift differential equivalent to 10% of your regular compensation for each hour of work done between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. So, yun guys, may night differential parang katulad lang sa mga regular jobs. And also, meron din kayong hazard pay which is katulad sa mga regular employees na parang freelancers are also entitled to hazard pay amounting to at least 25% of the total payment for the period of such deployment. So, ayun. Parang merong mga rules na applicable na rin sa mga freelancers, hindi lang sa mga regular employees. So, another thing is that the employer shall pay the compensation due to the freelancer not later than 15 days after the payment date in the written contract or after the service has been rendered where there is no written contract. And isa pa sa mga kasama dito sa Freelance Protection Act is that bawal na tumawad. So, kung ano yung nakasulat na rate dun sa contract, hindi ka na, hindi na pwede mag-sabi si client na, uy, baka naman ganitong price na lang yung ano, yung service mo. Yung ganun. 
So, yung penalties in case of violation include the civil penalty of not less than 50,000 pesos but not more than 500,000 pesos and a corresponding interest rate of 6% per annum for continuing violation as indicated in the order of payment to be issued, issued by the Department of Labor and Employment, DOLE. So, these are some of the things that are included on the Freelance Protection Act. So, if you guys want to read the document, I will leave a link on the description box the on the show notes. So, para inform tayo, guys. And, ayun. Actually, ano naman siya? Available siya dun sa congress.gov.ph but ayun, ilalagay natin dito sa show notes para it would be easier for you guys in case you guys want to learn more about it and also ayun, I want to acknowledge I want to acknowledge the Film Development Council of the Philippines and Unografico and thank you guys so much for creating this infographics para mas para it's much easier for our freelancers to be more informed about how this bill works. So guys, check out their pages, Film Development Council of the Philippines, and Uno Grafico. So, check them out. Um, they produce informative content as well. And then, yun nga, Uno Grafico will be here in Creative Chica Podcast soon. So, stay tuned for that. So, next topic is about the NFTs. Um, let's try to refer to time.com kasi nahihirap pa din ako explain yung NFTs. So, NFTs or non-fungible tokens are digital tokens tied to assets that can be bought, sold, or traded. And it's enabling artists to profit from their digital artworks. What do I mean by this? Yung mag-profit? Kasi diba, usually for digital artists, one way for us to earn through our digital art is to have them printed as stickers or posters and sell them to people. Here in NFT, you can sell your digital art to collectors and speculators and yung value nila, similar to those paintings that you see on physical museums. Yung tipong um, kahit yung mga gyps na bebenta na dito sa NFTs. And if you guys are familiar with the Nyan Cat, yung nag-trend na gyp, Recently, it was sold for $600,000 through NFT. And this is kind of tied to Bitcoin, crypto, and blockchain. Kaya medyo nahihirapan pa rin ako explain kasi kahit yung about sa cryptocurrency, medyo um, tinatry ko pa rin understand kung how it works. Pero ayun, connected ang NFT sa cryptocurrency, sa mga blockchain. So, ayun. Pero, dito kasi sa NFT, nakikita na, ano, nakikita na yung value niya. Nabibigyan ng value yung digital art. The same way, paintings are valued on physical museums. And of course, may mga issue yung sa NFT. Like, what about art theft? Ano, it's so easy for a lot of people to just grab an artwork online and then sell them as NFT artworks. But here's how NFTs work when it comes to art theft. Um, actually, I had a conversation with this 
with one of our guests, Gian Ferrer. Um, offline lang namin siya na-discuss. But, ayun, tinanong ko siya, kasi si Gian, parang, ano, so, interested din talaga siya sa topic about NFTs and he's been researching about it for quite some months now. And na-share ko sa kanya, what if yung mga art theft, kasi na-experience ko yung art theft, may kumuha ng artwork ko. And, ano, pinrint siya dun sa, ano, sa hoodie. Parang ako, sobrang na-frustrate ako kasi, oh my gosh, that was my artwork. That was my artwork. I, I mean, hindi siya binibenta, pero bakit mo kinuha? Parang ganun. Pero, pero let's put that behind kasi naayos ko naman na siya. But ayun. For NFTs, art theft, yung ganyan. Dito sa, when you release your artwork as NFTs, meron kang ano, parang ownership of that artwork. So, so hindi pwedeng, ano, i-share siya, i-repost siya. Pag kinuha, mapa, pag may art theft, may kumuha ng artwork mo, mapafine siya as in. So, that is kind of like how um, yung understanding ko about NFTs, yung ownership niya. So, parang um, for me, that's kind of good na parang meron kang ownership na hindi basta-basta makukuha yung artworks mo. Kasi issue din yun sa ibang mga artists na parang huwag mo i-repost yung artworks ko, huwag mo gawing ano, huwag mo kang gawing TT, huwag mo gawing parang profile pic mo kasi it's my artwork, ganun. At least, pag isa siyang, ano, pag part siya ng NFT, ano, parang hindi pwedeng basta-basta na lang gamitin yung artwork mo. Kasi nga, meron kang, ano, parang ownership. Yung meron kang, dun sa ownership mo, parang ganun, bawal repost, bawal, ano, each, bawal i-repost, bawal gamitin, parang ganun, sa'yo lang at sa buyer mo. But, ayun, um, there are still a lot of things that I still don't know about NFTs. That's why I'm planning to actually guess someone who is more knowledgeable about NFTs because it's it's becoming a big thing in the digital art industry, in the digital space. So, alam mo yun, um, kasi I think it's also going to be a big thing here in our country. Even though parang yung dun sa blockchain, medyo behind tayo eh. Um, hindi pa tayo ganun ka nakakasabay sa ibang bansa when it comes to crypto sa mga blockchain. Pero ayun, parang okay din na inform tayo about these kinds of things. Lalo na yun nga. NFT, it's kind of like the next big thing in digital arts sa uh, mga artists around the world, around the world, because it, we're living in the digital era, guys. So, it's possible na rin na parang maka-affect yung NFT sa ating mga digital artists. Kasi, um, for example na lang, guys, nandito tayo sa Philippines, pero meron tayo, yung iba sa atin, meron mga employers from the US, from Australia, from different parts of the world, from different, from countries around the world. So, ayun, I think it's possible na mag, may mga Filipinos, may mga Filipino artists na ma-explore nila itong NFTs at parang maka, maging, maging effective sa kanila yung NFTs. May ganong possibility. And ayun, nagiging usap-usapan na rin kasi talaga yung NFTs eh. Like, if you guys are familiar with 
this known artist, si Art Germ, he actually tweeted something about this. He actually posted a Facebook post about this. Si Adobe Photoshop, they tweeted something about NFTs as well. And, ayun. Magandang inform lang din tayo. So, I am just trying to open up this topic para kayo guys, you guys could um, do your research about the NFTs. And also, yun din, maghahanap ako ng, ano, ng NFT expert para mapag-usapan natin ng maayos to. Yung how NFTs work. Kasi nga, yun nga, meron, meron pa rin mga sinasabi silang issues about NFTs. And actually, may shinere si Gian na article online yung mga negative things about NFTs and then hindi naman talaga siya negative thing. Parang kulang lang sa information yung mga tao. Kaya hindi nila maintindihan. Hindi nila ma-understand what NFT is. So, ayun guys. We still have a lot to learn about NFTs. And yun palang yung parang um, yung parang knowledge ko about NFTs. The main point is that nabibigyan na ng value yung digital art. Yun yung parang pinaka main point yung parang kaya ako interested and I'm actually looking forward to reading a lot about this. Parang hindi lang ako makahanap pa ng time to read more about this. So, nagahanap din ako ng mga podcasts about this. If you guys have ano, may mga mararecommend kayo ng mga podcasts or videos about NFTs, feel free to share. Um, feel free to join our group, yung Creative Learning and Discussion Philippines. Pwede nyo i-share doon yung mga nakikita nyong things about NFTs. Kasi marami na rin, ta- marami na rin mga artists na parang they want to learn more about NFTs. So, it would really help if you guys could share some resources about NFTs if you have any. So, ayun. Um, so, ayun. That includes the things that I wanted to share with you guys. So, kumusta naman kayo? <laughs> kumusta tayo? Okay pa ba kayo? Um, I think, ang dami nating, ano, parang, mabibigat yung loob. Parang ang dami nating nahihirapan. So, ano lang, um, ano ba? Hirap din eh. Kasi, kahit ako nahihirapan. And actually, it's a good thing that I actually had a collaboration last week. And parang nagkamustahan lang kami. How is your mental health? And I think that's a good thing that we should check up on each other. Um, check your friends. Check your family. Even yung mga, ano, mga strangers online. Just check on them. Like, hi, kumusta? Okay ka pa ba? Um, ano eh? We need each other. We need to be there for each other. And minsan, ako din, naisip ko na parang, ang babaw lang naman ng problem ko, mas marami pang, mas nahihirapan kesa sa akin. Pero, minsan din, kailangan din talaga natin ng, ano, ng, we need to take care of ourselves. Na parang, what you are feeling right now, it is valid, that it's okay to take a break, to look up, to look after yourself. Kasi nga, um, If you can be able to look up, if you can be able to look after yourself, 
can be able to take care of yourself, you can be able to take care of someone else. You can be able to take care of other people. Ganun. So, ayun. I hope you guys are okay. Um, open naman si Creative Chica in case na nagahanap kayo ng mga kausap. Message nyo lang. Message nyo lang ako. Message nyo lang kami. And I will try to um, reply. Kasi, ayun din. Isa pa sa akin is pag ganitong parang ang bigat ng feeling ko. Nahirapan ako ano, nahirapan ako mag-reply sa mga tao. Kahit sa mga friends ko. So, I'm so sorry my friends. But I still love you guys. And, ayun. Um, really, I, I'm, I still value so many people. I value my friends. I value my family. Pero minsan lang talaga nahihirapan ako gumalaw. Kasi minsan wala lang akong energy. And I hope you guys don't take that personally. Because sa akin lang talaga to. I mean, it's a personal problem. And I am trying to, ano, to better myself. I am trying to um, still um, still operate like a normal human being na parang kailangan ko pa rin mag-work, kailangan pa rin mag-ano, parang ganun. So, kaya natin to guys, ano, let's be there for each other and kaya mo yan, ano, malalagpasan din natin to, mga ka-rest din tayo sa ECQ, basta bumoto tayo ng maayos sa 2022. Guys, alam nyo na, please, ano, um, kailangan na natin ng maayos na ano, um, pamumuno. So, please, let's do our part and let's try to be there for each other. Let's try to make things um, less, let's may, let's try to make things a bit better or less, less stressful. <laughs> so, ayun, guys. Um, let's do our part. And, ayun, everything, ay, your feelings are valid. Okay lang yun, guys. Yun nga, I message yun si Creative Chica if you guys um, need someone to talk to. It's okay. I'm, I'm open for that and mag, magre-reply naman ako. Though, <laughs> pili ko minsan re- late replies, pero ayun, magre-reply ako. And, ayun. Also, another thing is that I am no longer a presentation designer, guys. I am back to being a marketing designer in a new company. So, yun lang. Parang update lang on what's happening in my life because um, usually sinasabi ko, I usually say that I am a presentation designer in a presentation design agency. But right now, nagpalit na ako ng job and isa na ulit akong graphic designer under the marketing team. I am now a marketing designer once again and I am actually excited to start. I mean, like start na ako kanina, but ayun, I'm excited to create more graphics, more marketing materials for the company that I um now a part of. Pero I am really thankful for the design agency that I have been a part of. I mean, ano, ang dami ko natutunan, sobrang nag-grow ako at saka yung mga tao doon. Parang naging family ko na rin sila eh, kasi maayos sila ka-work and it, when it comes to teamwork, talaga maayos. And, ayun, I am just really thankful for my past employer na, ano, binigyan nila ako ng chance to grow in that company and to meet the people, to collaborate with the people in that company. 
and be able to work on these to work on these projects sobrang sobrang mamimiss ko yung mga projects din na na work ko doon like i have this one brand na sobrang baby na baby ko na talaga siya na parang ano parang sobrang ah, my heart naka-attach na siya doon sa brand na yun na laging ano, sa akin na-assign. Madalas din sa akin ni-assign kasi nga parang familiar rice na ako doon sa brand na yun. So, ayun, mamimiss ko siya. Mamimiss ko yung brand na yun. And, ayun, just thank you. Thank you so much for the design agency that I was able to work with. Thank you so much for the growth, the opportunity, and for the family that I have um, that I have formed on this company thank you thank you so much thank you so ayun guys this ends today's episode if you guys have any questions want to chat with us or collaborate with us just hit us up on our socials it's at creative chica ph on facebook twitter and on instagram we also have a Facebook group. Just search Creative Learning and Discussion Philippines on Facebook. And we would also appreciate if you guys could support us by donating at coffee.com slash creativechica. All of these links will be in the show notes. And ayun, again, yung ibang mga napag-usapan ko, yung mga napag-usapan ko topics, yung sa graphic design, freelance bill, and yung NFTs, may mga links na sa show notes, na sa description lang. So, ayun, I hope you guys find this helpful, and if you feel like someone would benefit from this episode or our previous episodes, do share it with them. So, again, thank you so much for listening, and let's talk again soon. Bye-bye!